staying motivated for me was really easy because I, I love to play the game. And that was what I wanted to do from day one as far back as I can remember. And so when I got my chance, I was not going to let it go. This is The Playbook, where I give you access each week to the world's greatest athletes and executives about their personal and professional playbook and what has made them champions on and off the field. This is The Playbook. I am so excited because I have another Hall of Fame quarterback, Brett Favre, but he's also an entrepreneur, philanthropist, humanitarian, all-around great guy. Welcome to The Playbook, Brett. Well, thanks for having me and the kind words. Well, you know, there's no better guy to have on the playbook than the guy that improvises the playbook more than anyone else. And really, I didn't know there was a playbook. <laughs> That's the best. Your playbook. So, you know, obviously there's a lot more going on than football. Uh, and one of those areas uh, that you're working with is concussions. I was hoping you give us a little bit of background on your perspective of what's going on and where you're of service right now. Well, uh, you're right. Concussions are very serious. I think we're just starting to uh, understand how severe they are. And the, the bottom line is they're not, they're not going away. And my last year, which was my 20th year in the National Football League, they implemented a new protocol program, uh, which I think is um, – has helped. And what that is, is you do a baseline test uh, at the start of the season, ideally start of your career, you do a baseline test. And it more or less is cognitive computers, you know, remember shapes, blah, 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 blah. And you have a baseline score at the end of that test. So anytime you are suspected of having a concussion or no questions about it, had a concussion, and I think we all have seen a boxer, for example, get knocked out and try to get up and he's stumbling, his legs are wobbly. That, there's no doubt that's a concussion. But what about when the, the average Joe watching has no idea that you're seeing stars or there's ringing in the ears or there's uh, some nausea, you continue to play. Well, what we now know is that's a concussion and, and there is no telling how many of those I had or any other player for that matter. Um, and, and so when, when that happens, you do this baseline test once again, and until you pass that test, you're not able to play. I say that because that's one way that they're uh, trying to curb the, the, the concussions that are happening, but there's no treatment. And so I was approached by a guy, Jake Van Landingham, about eight years ago who at the time was the head of the neuroscience department at Florida State University, way above my intellect. Uh, and he, he basically was looking for someone to help get word out, mainly the NFL, about this product that he had developed uh, that potentially could treat concussions. And it, it's a nasal application that uh, once you have a concussion or thought you may have a concussion, you administer this nasal device. You uh, basically, it's an apparatus that blows uh, medicine into your nose. Instantaneously, it's in the brain. It relieves the, the, the swelling, which is the main culprit of concussions. The more swelling, the more brain damage. And so uh, I thought, you know, this is pretty intriguing. 
and we started working together and uh boy was i surprised that the nfl really didn't want a whole lot to do with uh any treatment and i think uh, that's ridiculous but but that that medicine requires fda approval um and we're still working on that that, that company is prevacus since then jake has developed a non-fda approved product that is a uh, precautionary uh, measure, but still provides anti-inflammatory protection to the brain. So before a football game, before NASCAR race, before kids go on the playground, before an elderly person um, goes for a walk, you name the situation. This And, and this is a, a tube of it. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. So you rub that on the neck and, and it goes through the carotid artery and it, within seven minutes is providing anti-inflammatory protection prior to, uh, you know, any activity. And I asked Jake specifically, uh, would it uh, keep you from having a concussion? He said, I can't say that for sure, but what it can do is to take a severe concussion and make it a mild concussion. And a mild concussion may be eliminated to no concussion. So, um, I think it's really a revolutionary uh, what this product can do. And it, I mean, this we're just manufacturing this now, so it's it's hopefully we're selling online here ASAP. Well, you know, what's so interesting when you productize something that's that big is how much resistance that we get because you know, number one. The NFL, I think it's a really bad rap when it comes to concussions because every single sport from soccer to cheerleading, as you know, you mentioned NASCAR, is going to cause swelling of the brain. If you, you know, you and I both know because we played about the same time, when your coach used to grab you and shake your head this way, that does more to your brain than you getting popped by Bruce Smith on the side of the head. You know, Absolutely. It, it hurts a lot more when Bruce Smith uh, hits you on the side of the head. So I've been told by Warren, guys like you, but... That does worse for the brain. It's so important, though, this idea. It's amazing to me that the FDA, the big leagues, you know, there's obviously a lot of money behind not approving certain things uh, because it raises liability, as you saw by the big judgment for concussions with the NFL. Uh, you know, and there's so much economics behind it. You know, it's, you know, really interesting that you once again had a nice audible to hit the masses with a product that can actually reduce the, the the inflammation and protect you without having to make the representations and go through the entire process. A lot of people are doing that with the coronavirus, all types of different solutions. Obviously, they're a little bit more lenient, but there's still you know a lot of barriers to getting things approved uh, in the name of the the general good. What do you um, think? You know, for you. The, the number one symptom or uh, reaction that you've had from all those concussions. I know my business partner, Warren Moon, you know, he always talks about, it's difficult to say. I, I know Sugar Ray Leonard as well. He always said, it's, it's hard to say whether I'm just getting old or, you know, the concussions are, are taking effect. Can you tell any difference between just aging and some of the, the memory or pain that you may suffer? There's no pain and, and it is hard to tell uh, because, you know, as we were growing up, you know, someone you knew, maybe parents, maybe an uncle or just an acquaintance, all of a sudden got glasses or, or was, was talking about glasses and said, oh, you hit 50. 
<laughs> everything starts to fall apart. You know, you, I start forgetting where my keys are. They're in my hand. You know, where's my hat? My hat's on my head. Um, I have those moments. Um, I, I think one of the things that served me well in my career uh, was I had a really, really good memory. And I think also that that did serve me so well. So I, 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 I couldn't forget the last play or the last game or five years ago. And now I, I, I see people that I haven't seen in quite some time, used to, came right back to me. Now I have no clue who they are. The face may be familiar, but simple words that usually come out very easy. Uh, you know, I'm like, what is, it, what is that word? You know, the, and, and it's the easiest word. Uh, and it makes me wonder. I, I suppose it can be a lot worse um, because we hear stories all the time of former players and even current players retiring early, but former players committing suicide, you know, just broke and out on the street, don't know who they are, don't know where they're from. I mean, it's sad. Uh, so it could be worse, but um, but that doesn't mean – I mean, this this can jump on you in a second. Today you can be fine, tomorrow um, – like Dwight Clark, you know, the one thing they know about uh, Lou Gehrig's disease, and they, and they know from what I understand very little about it, but head trauma is a ups your percentage pretty dramatically to getting Lou Gehrig's. Uh, so the more times you, you have head trauma, more likely you, that's not to say you would, would get it, but it's a contributing factor to get it. So, and, and the list goes on and on. So it's, it's pretty frightening. Yeah, and then you have this, the, the mass market, which your project uh, and product applies to. You know, I have a 10-year-old son, grew up in football, you know, with all the different Hall of Famers and Uncle Warren, et cetera, and I ran Lee Steinberg. So he literally has no perspective on what normalcy is, but he wants to play tackle football and now that he's 10. And, you know, I had him baseline tested, you know, for that very reason. And there's so many kids out there that, you know, we, we don't know what effect, you know, the head trauma for all sports. And I don't, I'm a big fan of the NFL. So I, I don't like to pick on one sport when you know, and I know that it's everything these kids are doing. Um, but that product itself is utilized. Now you mentioned the elderly people that are showing signs of uh, swollen brains and, and other things that, you know, have to do with other diseases that they're identifying like Lou Gehrig's obviously, you know, what impact is it having on the elderly, which is the fastest growing brain trauma, you know, class that there is? That's a great question. And one probably I, I should uh, divert to Jake, but I would think like a lot of medicines, you find that it helps something else as well, or maybe even more so than what you intentionally uh, were trying to treat. And, uh, I just know that this product, both products are for brain inflammation. And uh, I gotta believe that uh, there's all different kinds of brain inflammation or causes that this, this could be of some benefit. I'm, I'm not gonna say it is, because I'm no expert, but I would, I would think that, um, you know, that there's gotta be some truth to that. And then on the business side, you know, you get so many, I've 
sent some over to your team over the years and there's some obvious endorsement and branding opportunities that fit perfectly within you know your brand like the jeans deal that you have with wranglers and you know there's certain ones how do you choose today uh you know i know a lot of people are probably curious and they want brett Favre to do a deal with them to endorse or, or be part of their branding opportunity what do you look at when your approach for different opportunities you know, like this one, what were the things that you said, gosh, this is something I want to get behind? Yeah, it's, it's real simple for me. And I don't do a lot of stuff in spite of what maybe people think. Um, I, 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 if it's relatable, and you're right, Wrangler jeans was, was I mean, I, I certainly couldn't have gotten away with doing, and I'm going to age myself, as, and you're going to laugh at this, but like Jordache or Chick <laughs> or Armani suits, it's not relatable to me. Uh, I, I think people would go, are you kidding me? Uh, as you know, I, if, if I can right away go, there's no way. I mean, even if it's great money, um, I don't want to come across as it, it being fake. And so for me, and I think most guys – who do a fair amount of endorsements kind of look at it the same way. How, does it relate to, to my persona? And so it's pretty simple for me. Yeah, I see, you know, as an exports agent, I always say that's an evolution. When a guy needs money, he'll endorse anything. It's the luxury. Right. Luxury when you're there, you get to choose. Um, right. And everyone definitely would prefer to be uh, aligned with what they truly believe in. And you probably were extremely excited when camouflage came back in because it gave you a ton of offers, I'm sure. Yeah, it, it, it's becoming mainstream in all facets. You know, all these colleges are are doing a camo pattern, you know, and uh, you're right. As much as I like to hunt and be out in the woods, that's my, uh, that's my wheelhouse. Uh, I want to move directions to on, you know, my business partner and you. You, I think, broke almost every record Warren set, inclu- including fumbles. Uh, you know, I follow it pretty closely, but an extraordinary career. And a lot of people don't know, you know, the toughness that it takes and perspective that it takes to be that consistent. You know, it's, it's not genetic. You know, I've seen the guys who play 17, 20, 24 years. There's a lot that goes on in between the seasons and during the seasons. What are some of the things that you did to stay inspired, motivated, and consistent, which you had to do all of those years so that you didn't quit? Yeah, you know, I think uh, it's funny because I – while I, while I was in the game playing uh, in the middle of my prime, for example, uh, I would say come home for a bye week, come home to Mississippi. And I'd see friends maybe I went to college with. And they, it's funny, they would say, uh, when do you go back to play? And I'd, I'd say, oh, we go, you know, we start back Monday, we play again next week. And they go, uh, how often do you fly back and forth from Green Bay to home? And I said, well, I come home from bye week and that's it. And they go, well, you, you mean you don't live down, down here the whole time? I go, no, why? They go, what do you do during the week? And I said, well, practice, meet, practice, meet, work out, practice, meet, work out, practice. And they go, oh, I thought you were off all week. And I'm like, no, uh, hardly. <laughs> Fast forward to the off season. Other, other than not practicing and meeting, you're working out. And 
I mean, it's a full-time job. And um, staying motivated for me was real easy because I, I love to play the game. That was what I wanted to do from day one as far back as I can remember. And so when I got my chance, I was not going to let it go. Um, so that, that part was easy. The older I got, the harder it was to, to get up and do the things that I knew I needed to do because it hurt more. And I didn't feel like it. I, I, you know, yeah, I felt sorry for myself at times. Uh, I, I was angry at times. Uh, but I still love to play. And, and I think the good ones are all there. There's, you know, there's certain qualities that we all have in common and you're, you're motivated weekly to, to outdo what you did the week before, but also outdo what your peers are doing. And, and of course that's a tall order, um, but it's what kept you challenging yourself week in and week out. Perfect. And then uh, lastly, you know, in such a long career, a lot of people don't know that you actually have physical, emotional, and spiritual pain <laughs> that's consistent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and so I love asking guys like you that have played at the highest level for the longest time and set records and won more than you've lost. You know, what is your perspective on pain? Um, it's, it's, it's very common. The old saying, you have to play with pain, you have to play injured, is, is true um, to a certain extent. But to me, it's more than that. And it's, it's, it's not playing, it's playing well over and beyond what is expected. And especially, like, for example, I broke my thumb against the St. Louis Rams Oh, 2002 or something. My throwing hand hit a guy's shoulder pad and broke the back part of my thumb basically off. It chipped off. And I decided to play with it. And they thought that our medical staff at Green Bay thought I was crazy. Uh, I thought I was crazy because uh, it's hard enough to play with a good thumb. And it hurt like hell playing with it. I wore a splint for a couple weeks. And first of all, even without a hurt thumb, if you put a splint on, tape it, and try to throw hand off and do the things you have to do, it's virtually impossible. But yet I had the best nine-game stretch in my, probably of my career. And, uh, and I can go on and on. And I'm, I'm probably most proud of that as much as anything I've done in my career, uh, elevating my game in the, the toughest of circumstances. Uh, and, and again, it's not to say there wasn't a lot of pain because there was. And the older you get, you're right. There's mental, physical, spiritual. I mean, you, I mean, you, you have to really have a long talk with yourself. And uh, I just remember it, it's, just, it's real simple, the formula for me. I remember getting my job or my chance because Don Mikowski got hurt. And even though I was naive, young, uh, immature, I knew that this was an opportunity that may not ever come again. It may or it may not, but I wasn't going to let it go easily. And he never got to see the field again. So I always kept in the back of my mind, you're only an injury away from being replaced. And so I always kept that just 
I, I never lost sight of that. It's amazing. I've made a lot of money on one trivia question with you and Warren. And that's, I asked people who has the most fumble recoveries. I know I told everyone you had the most fumbles, but it was because both of you injured your hand. So it was, you know, the snap was fumbled and then you recovered your own fumble and you set the record for the most recovery. So there's a great trivia thing that people can take advantage of. Yeah. It still holds the most fumble recoveries as a record. Well, you are helping people recover in all types of aspects of your life, Brett. And I certainly appreciate you taking the time. Where will people be able to find uh, the product when it comes out? Well, what the, what they need to do is uh, look, go to prevpro.com or presoul.com or Prevacus and get more info. Uh, but again, there's the, there's the two. And, and for, uh, for brain support, it's a great product. Yeah, hopefully we have it out and about soon. Soon is good enough for me, man. You're an incredible person. I appreciate the time. Thank you so much for, for a guy who doesn't have a playbook. You certainly live life with this greatest uh, potential, and I appreciate it. Thanks so Thank much. You,